Hey everyone, welcome to Devotionables, brief devotions for busy people. My name is Derek Riley. I'm one of the BFG teachers here at 9th and O. And today we're continuing our series on big words in the Bible. Important words that are worth taking a closer look at. And today we're looking at the word mediator. In English these days, we use the term mediator, but it's usually in a professional context. Someone can be a professional mediator, but people like attorneys and counselors often act as mediators in their jobs. So professionally, mediators are third parties that go in between others who need to resolve their differences and help them reach some kind of resolution. Now, of course, this is devotionables, so we want to look beyond just the modern professional use, because this is a good biblical word. In fact, the word mediator came into English from the Bible. We just got the word from Scripture and adopted it and used it for other things, too. But as we look at the Scripture, at the unfolding story of God's covenants and redemption, we see where this word comes in. You see, after the fall, after Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, sin caused separation between humanity and God. Adam and Eve were cast out of the garden. They had broken the perfect fellowship that, ex- that they experienced with God. And sin has driven a wedge between people and God ever since. But God would not allow this sin to have the final word. His eternal plan is always to redeem his people back to himself. Even in the first covenants in the Old Testament, we see God reaching out to sinful people. But the separation was still there. In those times, even God's people couldn't approach a holy God. At Sinai, God's people Israel couldn't approach the mountain that was engulfed in lightning and thunder and fire and smoke. But God called one man to come to him. Moses ascended the mountain and served as a mediator between God and his people. Then after Moses, the priests would serve between the Lord and his people. It was priests who placed the people's sacrifices on the altar. It was the high priests who went one day a year into the Holy of Holies where no one else could go to offer a blood sacrifice on the seat above the Ark of the Covenant. But the book of Hebrews tells us that none of these mediators could finally reconcile us to God. The sacrifice of bulls and goats was always pointing to a greater sacrifice that was to come. The priests were always just pointing to a greater high priest, one who is greater than all of the high priests of Israel, one who is greater than Moses. 1 Timothy 2.5 tells us that there is one God and one mediator between God and man. The man, Christ Jesus. Jesus is God himself. God of God, light of light, very God of very God. But he is God incarnate. The word become flesh. By being born as a man, Jesus became fully God and fully man. The perfect mediator between a holy God and his people. He lived a perfect life and he experienced all kinds of temptation so that he could sympathize with us in our weakness. But he remained without sin so that by being found in him on account of his atoning death and sacrifice, we could be brought back into fellowship with God. So for those of us who have professed Jesus as Lord, we don't need priests anymore to stand between us and God. 
We don't pray to any other name besides the name of Jesus because in him we can boldly approach the throne of grace. We can come to God directly with our prayers and our needs because we have been brought back into fellowship with him. There is no separation. We have one mediator, our great high priest forever, God himself, Jesus Christ.